duck with like a pompadour haircut. Yeah. And but then there's Weed Cat. Weed, Weed Cat, Cat is the one that seems to have captured the imagination of the internet. Yeah. Is he marijuana? I, is he like marijuana? Seen... It's a or green no, cat. It's a, oh, it's so a grass a type cat. It's a grass yeah. type cat. And basically, it's, there's it's been artwork cat. that had been showing up with it, like as a blunt. Nice, nice. It's gonna be everybody's new favorite. We're talking about uh, a new Pokemon game that was announced. I mean, I'll have to wait until I see like their final forms, but I usually go with a fire type. Tell a lot by somebody by their type, right? I either I go grass know. or water type. I don't Gomer, know. it's okay. You don't have to pretend to know about Pokemon. I, I know don't. I know. Th- it was, I know Pikachu. You're too old for it. You. How like, is he too old for it? He's the same age as me. You're too old for it. I was a kid, though, when these games first came out. And so, like, I've grown up with Pokemon. Yeah, quit so with your ageism, Taylor. Oh, you old farts. You don't have to <laughs> I, mean, Taylor, I was the appropriate I can... age demographic for Pokemon when it originally appropriate. came out. So was stop my gate- brother. Stop gatekeeping Pokemon, man. <laughs> But I had to learn you know what, to play Pokemon with my brother. <laughs> I'm just fucking around. Okay, no, David, I, I do know, actually does like Pokemon, so he's yeah. cool. But Gomer, and, don't I you just, pretend, okay? I'm not, yeah. I never really got into Pokemon, even though, yeah, anybody can get into Pokemon at, at any... I at mean, any have you I mean, seen sure, some of the I mean, people that play Pokemon Go? They're like grandparents. Fair enough, but... Yeah, the ones like, who need you know, exercise. I'd, I'm not going to be that guy, right, who says, like, you know, enjoy what you want to enjoy. That's good. That's great. Yes. But... But don't I happen front. to know that you personally are yeah. not into Pokemon, so I'm I'm trying to relieve you of the burden of pretending I, like you care here. No, I back you 100%. No fronting. No fronting. I ain't fronting. Uh, hey, it's the pre-show, everybody. How's it going? This is where we talk about what we're going to do on the show. Uh, we've talked about uh, the new Cold War and Pokemon. Uh, segment one, we'll just talk about whatever's going on this week. Uh, and then there's a lot of hard-hitting news this week, gentlemen. Uh, comicsology update, not really. Uh, a new writer on the most popular comic book in the world, Fantastic Four Full Circle, has some preview pages with that mm. Alex Ross art. Uh, Valiant sweet, announced sweet Alex books. Ross. Yeah. We're going to talk about Tori Amos's Little Earthquakes. I know. Tori Amos, weird. as in the, the singer? The singer, yes. I know. It sounds weird. That's a name I haven't heard in a very long time. All right, it'll be interesting time. to see how you tie this in for us here. It's, it's, it's actually pretty cool. Pretty cool news. Uh, Venus is coming back to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yep. Uh, Tom Taylor made a new announcement. There's a video game crossover with Marvel. Uh, DC ripped off Marvel. And Moon Girl gets a series that's not the series. Aquaman's getting a new series. Ant-Man's getting a new series. Human targets got some news. Man, we got a we got a full it's a plethora. Yeah, it's a plethora. Uh, A bunch of food news. Adam's not here again on special assignment. Moment of destruction. But I will mention the news that we have from the moment of destruction because it was awesome. Is is it something that I know about? Oh, it's something everybody knows about. If you don't know by now, sell that rock you're living under because it's probably going to go for you know two hundred fifty thousand dollars. All right. Anything else we want to add to the agenda? No, man. We even if I wanted to, that's already like way too much. It is stacked. So, uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about a whole lot of shit. So let's do it. Ooh, yeah! Do it. Rises to the top. Bunch of goddamn nerds. 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 That one makes me laugh every time. Goodman, more like great, man. (laughs) Greetings, geeks. Welcome back. It's another episode of this Geek in Comics out Ricky Gree's comic book shit talk show. Shit talk show. Gomer, aka David and Taylor on his house. His Idly ho. Uh had a good week. Uh free guys on Disney Plus and HBO somehow, which I guess makes sense. It's awesome. It's really good. I had a fun time with this. Yeah, it's a pretty solid movie. I think I mentioned um at the time that this is one of those movies where, like, I was impressed by how tight the plot was. 
Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah, I guess. You're not wrong. It, it well, like, pretty... they tried harder than they really needed to. Yeah, they tried way harder. I have not Damn. seen this yet. It's, it's, pretty solid. it's pretty good. It's basically Grand Theft Auto, but one of the NPCs becomes sentient. Mm. And then drama ensues. And, and hilarity. So, yeah. Well, with Ryan Reynolds, hilarity always ensues. Oh, yes. He plays the same character. He's either Deadpool. Uh, he's different degrees of Deadpool in every movie he's ever or in. Or Van Wilder playing Deadpool. No, Van Wilder's like Deadpool 3. At a, at a 3, you know. Deadpool's Deadpool at a 10. And then this is probably Deadpool at a six and a half, seven sometimes, maybe. Well, but, like a yeah. polite, conscientious Deadpool, though. Worth sure. Out. Well, I think Deadpool has his moments. You okay, know. I guess. He has yeah. his moments. Uh, I also watched, and oh man, it's Genius, the documentary about Kanye West that Kanye West doesn't want anyone to watch. It's amazing. All right. I don't care what you think about Kanye as an artist or a persona. Uh, he's legit like a huge, this is like a huge open window into the rise of a star, you know? Uh, I mean, whatever else you want to say about Kanye, yes, he is a very dominant figure in the zeitgeist, you know? Yeah, I don't know many people okay. who, you know, don't know Kanye. Yeah, I mean, even if you don't know Kanye, I still Who's think Kanye? you get something. Oh, shut up, Dave. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Andy, thanks for stopping by, buddy. We appreciate it as always. But uh, oh yeah, yeah. Kanye, it was a Kanye fun West to the Tulpa. Uh, yeah. Uh, he was almost president of the United States. Okay. No, he wasn't. I mean, he only received like a few thousand more votes than I did in the last election. See, but... he did way better than you. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Uh, what did you guys do this week? Anything worth? I've been having a power D and D weekend where I played oh, uh, last few days. Uh, I my birthday was Friday, so I went. Oh and saw yes, a movie. happy birthday! What'd you see? I went and saw Studio Six Six Six. Oh man, see, I, that, everyone's saying, "Oh, it bombed at the theaters, dude." This movie <laughs> cost like fifty cents to make this movie. <laughs> it was. Okay? It, you remember them? Them bad movies from the seventies and sixties. Yeah. where it was just basically the band was doing. A band would be followed around with cameras and try to have a plot. Yeah. This is basically that, except for it's a horror theme one. I heard it's like an episode of Scooby Doo meets like B horror from the 80s. It kind of it does have a very Scooby Doo vibe yes. to it, but yeah, like Dave Grohl is Dave Grohl is chainsawing people in half and Lionel yeah. Richie shows up. So yeah. like the actual Hello? Lionel Richie? The or? actual is Lionel Richie. Now see, I, I don't know what it's about. I only ever heard of it for the first time like yesterday. It seems like a blast. Uh, they, the the Foo Fighters are trying to put together a 10th album, and they want it to be special, so they go to record in a place uh, that's it's apparently a... possessed by demons. Dave yeah. Grohl gets possessed by a demon. <laughs> and... That sounds nothing like your initial description of what this movie was. No, no. It. I mean, it's got this B-horror. I haven't seen it. It's, but everything it, I've read, you made it sound like it was like Meet the Beatles, but that's nothing at all like where well, we ended up here. Well, it, no, it, see those those movies back in the day with the Beatles were they were almost kind of like had this mockumentary feel, but they still had like a plot to them. Yeah, and this is kind it of it was very this, odd. Those those Beatles movies are very very odd. Very odd, yes. But um, this did try to emulate those at least too. Yeah, it, there extent. was a there was a, a feel of that, but it had this like you know very eighties horror vibe to it. Yeah, I mean, uh, like very early, uh, uh, the early the early version, the early movies of like Friday the Thirteenth and Nightmare on Elm Street. It had that kind of vibe to it. Yeah, I'm just a big fan of Dave Grohl. Yeah, uh, he's great. He's he seems great. like a pretty cool guy, yeah. He seems like a really, really cool guy. I just want to hang out and yeah, relatively down to earth too. Yeah, and yeah. don't mention anything about Nirvana around him or he'll get mad. Oh, I have heard that he doesn't like talking. Would you? No. Yeah. If you had a job that was like the best job ever, and then it just ended in the worst way it could possibly end, yeah, I'd be a little hesitant to want to relive those those golden days, you know. Uh, but yeah, that's good. Good week. Uh, man, let's get into news. We got so much. Some days I'd rather just sit here. And now, here's Goma with a full plate of news. <laughs> full plate. 
uh, an update to what we reported on last week. Reported on Commonwealth. Adam is taking up arms and joined Louis Payne. In <laughs> yeah, that's why Adam's not here. He's on special he's, assignment. He's in the Ukraine. Man, that is uh, some hardcore shit. Adam's getting into. Yeah, then. dude. Uh, but Comicsology did have an update. Uh, they went ahead. They basically merged with Amazon's Kindle Reader. Everyone hates it like a whole lot after more than a week, and it's been reported because Amazon really doesn't put out these numbers. Um, but it's been reported that they have a huge loss in comic sales on the app. Amazon released a statement that basically just said, "Sorry, but your books we are coming from really China." Gonna- yeah, we aren't really going to fix it. We're not really going to do shit. If we do, it'll be whenever we get around to it. And now we are witnessing the death of the digital age of comic books. No, I don't I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Something is going to come in and take its place. But, you know, Amazon might not be in the mood to actually deliver comics in, in a genuine way. But if 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 we can see the big change that happened last year and the year before in terms of paper distribution, there is abs- there are platforms that can handle... Every indie publisher, every small publisher, every Marvel, every DC, they can handle it. And it's just a, a matter of putting them over there. Um, I would actually much rather see Marvel, DC, Image, these companies just stick to having their own thing where you pay them directly and then download the book. Uh, it's kind of a pain in the ass having all these different readers, but... If it was me, that's the sort of platform I would be working toward, you know, being able to purchase directly from Marvel, DC and Image and everybody else, but having it all on one app. And uh, I know that basically just sounds like a PDF reader, uh, but maybe like a smart PDF reader. Either way, shit's changing and not for the best. True that's enough. All I got. That's all I got. I just wanted to update that because they did say something. Uh, we do have a new writer. Your new Batman writer is Chip Zdarsky. What? Yeah. yeah. Well, this is uh, very welcome news. Very good news. Yeah. They announced this at Comics Pro. Uh, as of issue number 125, the team is Chip and Jorge Jimenez. Uh, and that's a great choice. Yeah, that is wow. a uh, that's a that's some good uh that's good creative team. energy going on there, yeah. Yep, uh, Chip always having fun in his newsletter. Uh, he said he's in it for the long haul or until DC recognizes their mistake. He said he's been cooking up plans that will be felt through all the Bat titles, which is also very exciting. Do you think he'll like clean a little bit of the house? Uh, no, I don't think he has to clean any of the house. Uh, I think the one thing that Batman has going for it is all of the co-stars, uh, villains and you know his friends, his pals, his cohorts, whatever. So I don't think I don't think it matters how many you have or how many you don't have show up. Uh, anytime somebody makes a new thing for Batman, it's always something a writer can just have in their back pocket and pull out whenever they have a good idea. And I think Batman needs that because uh, one of the greatest writers in history, Mark Wade, uh, to say what you want about him, he is one of the greatest comic book writers in history. Uh, message Chip and Chip shared it <laughs> on his uh, newsletter. Your bat news is good, well deserved. Don't let the fact intimidate you, and this is 100% true, that more stories have been told about Batman than about any other character in the history of the written word. Yeah. Confident that um, won't weigh on your mind in the least as you work month after month to come up with new, fresh plots. What an asshole. <laughs> but, yeah, that's hilarious. I'm sure they're just ribbing each other. I actually so was sure. just reminded of uh, back a few years ago when uh, Chip was starting his Daredevil run and Tom King was still writing Batman. They had a Twitter exchange where... Um, yeah. Chip just said, like, you know, if I was writing Batman and, whoa, foresighted there, uh, I would have him face his greatest enemy, the Joker. And then, like, Tom (laughs) King responded, if I was writing Daredevil, I'd write about him being, like, sad and stuff. That that was, like, a pretty good, like, back and forth. Because that's it. That's what they do. Yeah. I mean, it's ultimately what a lot of these things boil down to. In in all the runs, every writer feels like they've got to do their take on the Joker. Do I think that Chip necessarily needs to do that? No, that is but probably. Why would you not want to? I would. I would be curious to see Chip's Chip's take on the Joker. But then again, we've they're seen gonna, they're enough gonna of the Joker. We could maybe, like you know, that's easy for us to say. And I one hundred percent. Batman and the Joker are going to spoon. Here, here's my favorite quote from from Chip's announcement. I know this is usually the point when the new writer proclaims their love for the character, blah, blah, love them since I was a kid, blah, blah, huge responsibility, etc. 
but it's Batman. Of course I love him. I don't take this gig lightly, but at the same time, I kind of do. I'm having a lot of fun writing these issues and these characters, and that's the lightly here. I'm writing stories with a smile on my face. I'm writing stories for my brother who loves this character too. It's Batman. If I can't have fun writing Batman, my brain is broken. So that's all I care about. Yeah, use I think that's face, a- use Joker. You use I don't care. I mean, if I think that's a healthy fun, attitude to I'm approach, you know, fun. like yeah. you know. I think approaching it like the way that like your kid self would enjoy reading it. I think that's a good way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is going to drop July 5th with Tomei uh, Mori on colors. Fail Safe is the team's six-issue uh, debut arc. Bruce Wayne is having nightmares of a future he can't stop, but he may not make it to that future. He's going to make it, y'all. Spoiler alert. As a startling enemy from Batman's past has one relentless goal, to end Batman no matter what it takes. Kite so. Man, hell yeah. Yes, Condiment King! I mean, those aren't even the most ridiculous ones he could pull, <laughs> yeah. honestly. Egghead but, came over from the uh, uh, 66, you know? Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, Chip Zdarsky is a writer you trust, you know? Yeah. Uh, the last note I have on this, uh, DC appears to have been blindsided by James Tinian's departure from, from this. They had no backup plan at all. Their backup plan was basically the same thing they do for all of our books. Put Williamson on it until we figure it out. Man, hats off to Williamson for For being there in the clutch when they really need him. And his abyss run right now has been pretty solid. He's in my top three this week. You know, just saying. Maybe an honorable mention. I have to double check. But anyway... Uh, yeah, so that's good news. Look forward to that. Uh, we're definitely going to talk about it when it comes out. I can't fucking wait. You know, you wanted to get me to read it, Tom Taylor. If you're not going to do Tom Taylor, Chip fucking Sadarsky. Yes, I will read. It. I'm reading. I'm still hoping night, for Tom Taylor great. on Justice League. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm thinking Williamson's going to go there now that he's off Batman, and we know he's doing Dark Crisis, which is basically a Justice League event. It's really feeling like he's the guy for Justice. League. Oh, maybe he'd do a good job. I think. Yeah. Um. That being said, because we all were predicting uh, Tom Taylor on Justice League, this does open up things that Taylor can pick up. I mean, he's going to continue Nightwing. We know he's going to continue Son of Kal-El. He has his options open. He could just grab whatever he wants. And that's good news. That's just more books I'm going to get from, from DC. Uh, moving on, full circle. Uh, if you haven't heard of this, this is Alex Ross's written and drawn original graphic novel spotlighting uh, the Fantastic Four. And he's got a, a new art style that he's yeah, sort of uh, showing off for this. It looks really good, but it has like kind of like that. Uh, I love it. Classic color of comic comic. It color. looks like it looks like decorum, dude. Yeah, from Hickman. Now uh, that is a lovely does, two does page spread that. right there. Yeah. At first, so, this kind of looks like someone who's like imitating Alex Ross's work, sure. but I mean. You can tell when, like, especially on that last page when we saw on the cover, right, the uh, zoomed in on the thing's face, you can definitely tell that's him. Yeah, even though the color palettes are just a little bit off. It's almost like he's he's undershadowing things and then using different colors for those shadows, for that shading. Alex this Ross has perfect. discovered cell shading. Yeah, Alex Ross has discovered the computer. Uh, I mean, look at that. that oh, wow. Beautiful. That is beautiful work, dude. I love the colors he's using on this. Like how this panel uh, on the right-hand page is all blue, the first panel. Yeah. And then it sort of shifts into that green. Oh, that's just gorgeous work. Here's I really like how he's kind of using like the Kirby-era like spaceship design. Yes. Too. Yeah. Yes. Well, let me read you what he said on the website. This is revisiting a classic Stan Lee and Jack Kirby story from the 60s and introduces the storyline for a new generation of readers. So, yes, he's writing this. He's drawing this, but he's taking inspiration from Master, Stanley and Jack Kirby, which is weird to say because he in in himself has reached almost, I mean, not in terms of like creating characters, right? In terms of just artwork. Alex Ross is up there, dude. Oh, yeah, man. He's on the Mount Rushmore for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, not in terms of creating characters. All right, Jack Kirby is still, you know, the greatest comic book creator. The He's pretty creator. unimpeachable in that yeah, regard. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, Alex Ross is is the shit. Um, the regular edition for that out August second. It's available for, for pre order uh, at bookstores 
right now. So look for that. Mm. Bonds and Noble, kids. Yeah, Bonds and Noble, or your Amazon, your pre, your aforementioned online retailer. Uh, quick here, Shadow Man, Punk Mambo, Eternal Warrior, Dr. Mirage, and a new character, or at least uh, one that's not, uh, are coming out for Book of Shadows. This is a new Valiant comic that's coming out this year. So essentially all of the Valiant all characters that deal with some element of horror. Yeah, all the magic-y, supernatural-y folks. Okay. Yeah, I'm not supernatural, but I am a little natural. Uh, and then the living All weapon breakout. Yeah, uh, that's going to come out in July. The new team comes out in July. And then living weapon breakout of the top secret facility. A nanite infused super soldier bloodshot must journey across the United States to stop these twisted and lethal creations. That looks fun. That looks like it's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. That looks nice. Uh, John Davis Hunt becomes Bloodshot Unleashed. It's uh, Den Denise Camp and artist John Davis Hunt. Sorry. Uh, and then finally, we got a new EXO dropping this year, too. Uh, Eric of Dacia is EXO Man of War, a relentless and brave warrior. Ooh. If you don't know who EXO is by now, just never mind. Yeah. Becky Cloonan is on this? Yes. Wow. Yes. Becky Cloonan and Michael Conrad are, are joined by artist Liam fucking Sharp. Okay. Yeah, dude. They're not fucking around, all right? There's been a lot of bitching in the Valiant forums for the past couple of weeks because Valiant went all in on NFTs. NFTs might as well be a four-letter fucking word with the <laughs> bunch of people I hang out with because people just hate them, right? But it's kind of twofold for Valiant because not only are they like, oh, we're pushing NFTs, we're pushing them really hard. They're not really putting out any comics. They're putting out like three comics a month. Right? Yeah. And they're just okay. They're just okay. Uh, but then getting back to the arguably their three biggest uh you know characters, and not that Shadow Man or Eternal Warrior or Dr. Mirage, you know, on that team book, but Colin Bunn leaning into it after his Shadow Man run, which has been pretty good, uh, is a good idea. Um, but Bloodshot and maybe not uh Ninjak, but there is a Ninjak book out, right? So it's great that they're bringing back. Well, I would, Two I would the consider, big three that they've got. Yeah, I would consider Bloodshot and Exo Manowar to be part of that big trinity. Ninjak oh, is the third member of that trinity. For sure, for sure. Um, I like, now, I like Ivar Time Traveler, man. Now, I back in the book. day when they had like Magnus Robot Fighter and stuff, that, they still have that. They could still release that, dude. They could do that. I don't know I why. Didn't they, I thought they lost the rights more. to that. There's like, no, you know, I think they still have that. Doctor Solar. Oh yeah, maybe that went away with the gold key shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, thinking. you might be right. Dynamite, I think, has the uh, the license for that right now. Uh, anyway, yeah, those are coming out uh, later this year. Uh, Tori Amos's Little Earthquakes. Uh, it's a 30th anniversary, and it's getting a comic from Z2 Comics. Uh, okay. Z2 does this a lot, right? Yeah, Z2 is also putting out the uh, next uh, Lost podcast on the left comic book. Yes, yeah, they are. Uh, so the reason we bring this up, actually, is because... This is going to have stories from Bill Keese, Evely, Margaret fucking Atwood, okay. Colleen Doran, Leia Moore, David Mack, and Neil Gaiman. Okay. Yeah. I'm, you you have me. You had me at Colleen Doran, but yeah, right? this is me. I know, so, dude. This so, is an all-star cast of writers chiming in on. Honestly, I mean, you want to get into the whole, you know, angsty girl stuff. This is the this is the shit. I love this shit. So is this supposed to be like each of the uh, stories that these writers are writing is uh, like tied in with a song on this album or something? It's looking like that. Uh, it, it, I'm just trying to wrap my head around graphic album, you know? Yeah, uh, it seems like that's the way it's going to be. Uh, a graphic novel adaptation of the album, 24 stories based on a combination of the album's 12 main tracks and 12 B-sides. So there you go. It is basically a a uh, a graphic representation of an audible medium. It's MTV for books. <laughs> the book is set for uh, release in September. Until uh, they stop. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's until they stop playing music videos. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Neil Gaiman alone is enough for me to jump on that. Uh, Venus, the very first uh, female Ninja Turtle, is coming back. 
Well, is is she making her debut in the actual mainline in the series? Comics. In the comics. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I I haven't followed Ninja Turtles a whole lot uh, in the early books, so I didn't know if she was. I don't think she's in ever there. been introduced in the in the, in the main line correct story. me if i'm wrong wasn't she introduced in like a live action tv series from yes. about 20 yes. 30 years ago yeah she, she was, was in introduced the in the live action uh ninja turtle series that had the crossover with the power rangers that's right the fox series yeah she uh, she preceded uh janica by over two decades um so yeah there you go that's going to be an issue 127 but they uh, frankensteined her what is this yeah, I don't know what that's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, I don't think she had any like undead qualities to her, if I remember the show correctly. Because she's yeah. well, they're not gonna spoil it. They don't she did, I remember that she did magic. I remember like whenever like there was an episode of it, either Donatello would do some science bullshit to solve the problem, or she would do some magic bullshit to solve yeah, the problem. Yeah, she she was well, that's awesome. She was trained by like a mystic order of monks or something. Oh, dude, that sounds rad. It looked like she got some tech on her shell though, so I don't know. But look at her hand. She definitely has some magic going on there. Yeah. But she's got, but it, it looks like she's been like Frankensteined out of other mutants. Man, that'd be freaking awesome. I don't know if y'all know what's going on right now, but like there was a bomb and people turned into, into yeah. mutants. And yeah. There's a whole section, down. a whole section of New York City has been cordoned off because people have become mutants. But life is kind of, it's kind of turned into a normal life for the turtles. They have, they have relationships. Uh, there's a battle of the bands with Bebop and Rocksteady. It's fucking rad, dude. There's there's so another fun. there's another girl turtle, but she's yeah. like a Janika. Kid. No, not Janika. Oh, the other one, Violet. Yeah, Violet. Violet, right? Yeah, she's yes. she's like a she's like a child, but she's I'm like, like an albino. I'm like fifteen issues behind, but I am caught up past one hundred. You know where? Yeah. Everything awesome happened, and but yeah, she she actually her older self comes back in time to help the turtles out. She steals like the time traveler staff and all that to come wild, back in time. It's, it's crazy, stuff, but she's yeah. she's a an albino turtle. Yeah, so that's uh yeah that's coming out. I don't even know if I have a date. It's issue one twenty seven. So there you go. Uh, Tom Taylor has announced deceased three. The he's pushing it as the final one so we'll see how that goes we'll see i love that book uh it's a fantastic series definitely pick it up it's basically dc marvel zombies, zombies. yeah dc marvel zombies uh Fortnite is crossing over with marvel again this is for a big one this is just kind of like the batman one that dc did mm -hmm. uh it's christus gage and donald mustard uh donald mustard actually works at Fortnite, and sergio davila is doing the art yeah donald do you cover here which is Donald Mustard's like uh like either in charge of Epic or he's like one of the head guys at Epic. Yeah, he's one of like the head writers there. Something like that, executive producer or something like that. So who's that on the front right of the cover? Is that a comic one character? of the characters, I think. I is think that's Fortnite Jon character. I think a... that is Jonesy, yeah. the one they yeah, call Jonesy. Fortnite character. Okay, so I don't feel bad about knowing who that is. Yeah, okay. I think the front two are actually Fortnite characters. Um, I'm not sure about the redheaded woman. That might be. Oh, I assume Black that was Widow. Black Widow, but no, I, don't I think know. But she's the guy... a character in the game. No, there's I don't recall that one in the game, but the guy, the guy oh. that is with them in the white and orange, that looks like a comic book version of Jonesy. Yeah, and so he's this is essential this, to the story. Yeah, this is gonna have the redeemable codes to unlock digital shit. Obviously, that's gonna be June 2022. Well, uh, I mean, ah, just in time. Book of the month. Yeah, just, I was about to say, if time. it's like the other uh, Fortnite tie-ins, this is gonna be flying off the shelves. Yeah, yeah. just I, in were time people, for the next season. Right. Uh, I'll never forget waiting outside the comic shop, and there's like three kids just waiting to go in, and they're like, uh, just hanging out, you know. And I'm like, oh, what are y'all here for? Oh, we're here for the Batman Fortnite. I'm like, oh, all right. So then I'm talking to him. Well, you should pick this up. You should pick that up. They didn't, of course, but fuck them. Uh, yeah, so that'll be fun. Well, the, well, the that was DC's... almost a wholesome story. <laughs> <laughs> DC's actually had like at least two crossovers with Fortnite. Yeah, and one Batman entire and... Batman, and then the Batman Fortnite Foundation, which is the follow up to that. What was the Batman thing called? Like zero something. Yeah, Snake zero Eyes was in that shit. No, yeah, well, yeah, it's fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, whatever. Snake I Eyes mean, is in Fortnite. They this is where I can join you two and being an out of touch I'm old so person. Old. Yeah, who doesn't care about Nate Fortnite? Plays the fuck out well, of Fortnite. I okay, David plays out. Fortnite. Whatever. I, I play the hell out of Fortnite. They had a whole season where it was just nothing but Marvel. Yeah. Okay. 
I so, watched well, that season finale with the Galactus fight. It was weird. that was the that was that season. Was I have wonderful. watched a few playthroughs of Fortnite, but that's about it. I couldn't tell you anything about yeah. it. And David, don't tell me anything about it. Oh. That wasn't me asking. Okay. Uh, All right. Moving on. <laughs> new book from DC, uh, ripping off Marvel. Obviously, DC Mech. Slow hanging fruit, though. Uh, it's exactly Man, at least this like. time they might be able to make a fucking Voltron, you know like a fucking Marvel. You know they're going to give you know that. It's not going to happen. I that was the biggest disappointment <laughs> Alexander to me. Did nothing selection. wrong. Yeah. Uh, at the end of World War II, Earth is invaded by uh, giant mechanized parademons from Apocalypse. Hmm. The planets. This is like Elseworlds, obviously. The planets' protectors, the Justice Society, were devastated. The age of the superheroes came to an end, and the era of the mech began. In the ensuing years, the world has stockpiled colossal battle suits piloted by elite warriors waiting for the day Apocalypse returns. But when Kal-El, last son of, last son of a dying world, crash lands in Metropolis with his own war suit, he'll face down two of the Earth's greatest mech fighters, the Flash and Batman. Um, so Pacific Rim with DC characters. Exactly. Is the Flash's mech here? Is it going to be able to like move at like supersonic speeds here? Because that's kind of difficult for me to picture. I mean, honestly, I mean, how fast would a mech go? Super? It's going to be like 120 miles an hour. It's not going to be that fast. They're not. Yeah. If, so that seems we, weird to me. If we apply yeah. BattleTech physics to <laughs> to this, it, they're not going to go super fast. Yeah. Even if it did, that would be like devastating for something that big to be moving that fast. Oh, right. I do not like the way they drew Superman's face. I, I oh. hate it. I detest this so okay, much. Okay, so I... Remember when this... Superman was in an energy being? I don't want to know that. Yeah, when he was like blue that. Superman or whatever. I don't Blue and red, that. yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is going to drop uh, July 26th, six issues, and it's uh, Kenny Porter writing it and Valdemar Rivas doing the art. Well, I will comp. I like the way they did the Dark Side mech. I like the design for that. This like the Superman either. mech is okay. I hate that looks, depiction of it Superman. It looks like an I iron giant. It. I turned it off, I, I threw it away. Moving on. I'm, I'm skipping that. Uh, Miles Morales in Moon Girl number one has been announced. This is a, basically the start of a new solo series, not the series that was, uh, you know, teased months and months ago now. This is from Mohali Mashigo and Iguara is doing the art. This is comes out June 1st. Uh, there's a dope Pichumoko cover. Man, I love that cover. Oh, man. Yeah, I love the reflection of Devil Dinosaur's eye in her glasses there. That's oh, great. It's perfect. But this is uh, a series of one-shots, and they're just going to be team-ups with this child and her dinosaur. Uh, we're going to see Avengers, X-Men, all kinds of P-Folks just teaming up. And the first one's So it's like the next issue going to be like Wolverine and Moon Girl or whoever yes. they use. Okay. Exactly. All right. Well, that's Deadpool a cool idea. And Moon Girl. It is. It's a good way for them to uh, up the character's profile and, you know, building up to that show that's coming out. Yeah, and again, there was a solo series, at least a mini series, announced, teased. Uh, the art, the writer on it was like all top secret, classified. Shh, don't tell nobody. Okay. But oh. yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Uh, and I think the show she's getting is animated anyway. So. I read the first arc of the Moon Girl introduction. Um, it, I liked it a lot, and I probably should go back and try to like catch up on what I missed after that. But she's cool, man. She's cool character, awesome yeah. in Dark Ages, dude. All grown up. She's awesome. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Aquaman and the Flash Void Song was announced. This is a new miniseries starring these two Jokers. Uh, it launches June 21st. It's uh, Colin Kelly, Jackson Lanzig, Vasco, Georgiev, and Rain Barreto. So, uh, yeah, I guess like there's this hum that comes from aliens in space and they take over everybody, but Aquaman was at the bottom of the ocean. Flash was in the Speed Force. So they come back from those places, and they're the only ones who are not affected. Okay. Well, The only I'm... reason I bring this up is because I am sick and tired of Aquaman being cool. All right, just fucking stop. Aquaman's He's getting not... all these team-ups. They had the thing with him in Green Arrow. I don't know right. if that's wrapped up yet, but... I think it's got one issue left. Deep targets. Well, that's that's that up? This week. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Well, you know, Gomer, we live in a world where Jason Momoa plays Aquaman. Where that Aquaman movie was, I think, the best performing DC movie they've done so it far. It was fantastic. It was pretty good. And the so, yeah, like, Aquaman is the headliner nowadays. And just wow, how far we've come. 
Yeah. Aquaman was actually okay, but not because of him. Black Manta was the, the one. I mean, for that matter, like the Aquaman movie was just okay, but it was sure, it sure. was at least fun, unlike most of the other DC yeah. movies. Uh Al Ewing and Tom I mean, we're almost done. Al Ewing and Tom Riley are teaming up for a new Ant-Man book. And this is pretty cool, right? It's gonna go through the generations. Each issue will focus on a different Ant-Man. Hank Pym, okay. Eric O'Grady, Scott Lang, and a brand new Ant-Man who's going to connect them all together, face off against a threat only they can hope to defeat. So it's a four-issue miniseries, uh, June, July, August, September. I love these covers, these sort of matching covers here. Yeah, I love the way that they designed it, right, where you can, like, see that they each have a very distinctive-looking helmet. The costume has changed a lot between the different iterations, and, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I think this will look pretty cool. I think so too. I'm happy Irredeemable Ant-Man is getting some some goings on. He's my favorite. Is he still alive? Yeah, I think he's still around. Hmm. I think he's still around. It's comics, of course he is. I mean, even if he's dead, he can come back, but Yeah. yeah. No, I think he's I think That's the rules in comic books. Yeah. And it's Al Ewing, you know, so Well, hell yeah. I mean I mean couldn't ask for a better writer. And I love this idea. Think about this. He could after Hulk, he can choose whatever the hell he wants at Marvel. And he's choosing Ant Man. Yeah, he is. Yeah, in this a, is gonna uh, be awesome. Yeah, he's in a name your project type of situation. Yeah, this is gonna be awesome. I'm stoked. Uh, and we're gonna end on some bad news. Uh, you guys no! probably read it this week. Human Target came out uh, after issue number six. I think this week was issue number five. After, Correct. After issue number six, the book will take a five month break. And come back as a bit in another miniseries. And then come back with issue number seven, uh, September 20th. So we just have to wait a little bit longer to solve the mystery. This is uh, the cover to book six. This well, is the variant to book six, which, oh, that's beautiful. That it is a nice. real pity, but, I mean. Get if, it right. If this is how long we need for, like, Greg Smallwood to draw it or for Tom King to not do a terrible job writing it, then, yeah, sure. It's that's better than it being bad. You know, I don't blame Tom King on this. Tom King knows how to keep a book going. I know he's a busy guy. Uh, I would blame Smallwood, but it's not really a blame. Take take your time. Yeah, I mean, Greg Smallwood's art is fantastic, and it's a perfect fit for this book. And if the choice is between you know wait or use a different artist, you wait. Exactly. Exactly. So that's all I got. There was some other stuff. They announced some other books, but we'll talk about those later. It was a lot, dude. All it was. Anyway, all the good stuff, anyway. Uh, let's talk about food. Mmm, yummy. All right, sticking with our our trend here, we got one nasty one and one good one. Uh, peeps are nasty. Uh, they have this new customizable peeps thing that you can get. Coming out huh. Easter 2022. You pay more, and you pick your color of peep, right? So you pick your peep color. Okay. And then you get your preferred dip. Either a milk chocolate, a dark chocolate, or a white chocolate. And they dip your peeps into that into this chocolate. And then there they dip that chocolate dip peep into some candy. Like confetti sprinkles or Oh, my blood sugar is already spiking. Yeah, I mean, peeps, that, this gross. description is giving me diabetes. But, it's nasty. Um, peeps are nasty, y'all. Peeps are a disgusting food. They are. But if you must have them, this seems like a decent way to do it, I suppose. I think it's kind of lazy. It ain't that hard to, to do exactly what they're talking about. Doing. Oh, yeah. Melt some it's chocolate easy. yourself. Melt yeah. some chocolate, get easy, some candy sprinkles. You got a microwave? You got a, a pot that has water? I mean, just do it. That's disgusting. It's nasty. Now for the fun one. Pepsi has in, unveiled Nitro. Nitro Pepsi. Nitro. And Nitro. Get the Nas. That's a bit of a it's a bit of a tenuous uh Dom pull on that one, Gomer. I don't know what the hell this is. Nitro Pepsi. Okay, so it says nitrogen infused cola. What the hell does that mean? I assume they, it said like coffee are, in it or something, they, but what they is are, this? They are replacing the carbonation with nitrogen. Yeah, instead of carbon okay. dioxide, they're gonna use nitrogen. Is that Safe, I guess it must there, be. There are already there are already drinks out on the market that do this. As a matter of okay. fact, I, I do think there's a there was a Starbucks drink that did this too. Isn't laughing gas nitrogen? Isn't that 
nitrogen? It's nitrous oxide. So that's what we're drinking, right? So like, I don't know. So they sell you like the quote unquote nitro. Is that what they're talking about with this? I'm not sure. I, I just know that there was I have all this stuff infused. written down, but it still doesn't make sense to me. I okay. Know, I know that there was I know that there was an energy drink a while back, and I think it was like from the monster line that had a nitrogen infused uh carbonation to it. Really what they're saying here is the nitrogen gives it a lot more foamy frothiness, right? Like it's actually got this little thing in it. Like you crack the can and it's got like a little Stop! Not a stopper, but something that kind of stirs it a little bit. So, like a Japanese it. soda bottle. Yeah, it <laughs> okay. has like a little, little like piece there, or something that sort of makes it more bubbly. You can start getting this shit March twenty eighth, uh, and pre order at Walmart starting uh, this week. The most enticing thing to me about this is the vanilla flavored Pepsi because vanilla flavored cola is really good. I think. Oh yeah, I like yeah. cream soda and and. That's basically what vanilla is. Like vanilla Coke, you kind of have to like go to a gas station to find it nowadays, but that's some yeah. good shit. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. N- not too bad this week, but not too great either. So. You've had worse. Yeah, but it, it was a pretty like middling it's in terms up. of – it wasn't super gross or super awesome. So I kind of up my game. Up my game. For no, me. no, it's fine. I mean, as long – I'd rather not go to the extremes of gross if the trade-off is we <laughs> can't go to the it. extremes of awesome either. We're going to make it even grosser next week. Damn it. Uh, uh, we were going to do a moment of destruction, but again, I don't know I don't know where Adam is. I really just – you got to pull, the, pull like that trigger, this. man. Just go ahead and get I to like it. this Listen. particular Megatron. I think it's So this cool. is a Megatron. This is, All right. First of all, they had a huge thing, a lot of different uh, like – Joe stuff on the 40th anniversary, even though it's closer to the 80th anniversary. It's like we're living in the Matrix. But they showed off a bunch of retro shit that was cool. The classified stuff. Oh, my gosh. They showed off a bazooka. Uh, that's probably going to be a Walmart or Target exclusive. They did show off a Crimson Guard Alpine? Uh, no, it was bazooka. No, not with Alpine. Oh, that's darn. what I'm waiting on. This was actually a uh, bazooka the- Alpine and quick kick. Come on. Yeah, those I definitely trio. want a quick kick. I definitely want a quick kick. But no, the bazooka was Tiger Force bazooka. Oh, so it's not the good bazooka. Yeah, it's not the good bazooka. Even though there's really no difference between, and they didn't show off any of the uh, uh, attachments either. None of his weapons, none of the shit he's coming with. But Tiger Force is kind of lame because they are. They're very special edition. They're usually store exclusives, and I hate them. Uh, they also showed off a Crimson Guard, but the ones that they have for pre-sale already is a three-pack of Cobra Vipers. I know I should have had pictures of these because they were awesome. Cobra Vipers um, are pretty cool. Yeah, uh, pretty cool. Crimson Even though they Guard? look like they're just motorcycles, like they're riding motorcycles. Is this That's Cobra? Really this at. Crimson Guard? Is it Python Patrol? Uh, no. Good. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> but they did also show off the Crimson Guard Commanders, Tomax and Zaymon. Ooh. Yeah. Are they going to be cool. in a two-pack? No, they are not. not? Back. I know, just a lost opportunity. But I don't want them. I was never a fan of Tomax, Tomax's Amon or the Crimson Guards. I was never a fan of that shit. But they did show off a stalker, a G.I. Joe classified sergeant stalker. Really? And he's awesome. He is awesome, dude. You need to go and look him up and check him out. Uh, I am pre-ordering him probably next week. Well, we didn't even I got like nine G.I. Joes on the way. Oh, yeah. This is – Sorry. This is a, a this is not classified size. This is not three or, or six inch uh, figure size. This is more of the three and three quarters inch. Uh, this comes with a three and three quarters inch bareness, and it is a Megatron who changes into a hiss tank, the uh, iconic tank uh, that Cobra, you know, has used. That three wheeled tread is very, you know, timeless and everything. The hiss, but, the- uh, it's a pretty infantry. cool figure. It's I don't collect the 3.75 inch figures. I definitely don't collect Megatrons. Um, I, I would get this one actually, and I don't collect vehicles, especially that size. They if are they, missing an opportunity here to give us the Generation Two Megatron as this in those colors. Oh, I mean, they'd be all right to do that, but you see what this is. It's this is the same sort of crossover that they did, and, and I've got the toys right up here. Yeah. Uh, with the G.I. Joe or the, uh, sorry, Transformers, Ghostbusters, Transformers, Back to the Future, 
They also did a Transformers X-Men where the Blackbird, you know, changed mm-hmm. into a, a robot. So I understand, you know, why there's a, this. there's a lot of crossovers with Transformers and other Hasbro. Well, it's properties. Hasbro too. It's you know they yeah. they all have they all have these licenses to one extent or but another. Hasbro has are, a, has lines of uh, Back to the Future and Ghostbusters. Figures. They are they are missing an opportunity to give us a Rattler, a Star Scream, uh, or a Night Raven okay Star Scream. Would do that. I'm sure there's a market for that. And they are missing an opportunity to give us a Decepticon as a Cobra stun. They could do all that. They really could. I'm okay with it. I am not getting it, though. I don't... I might actually get this. You should look into it, man. It's pretty expensive. I think it's going for 70 bucks, 60 bucks, something like that. Uh, But yeah, it's awesome. When it's is awesome. this expected to come out? It's on pre-order now. It's coming out... I don't remember. It's on pre-order now, though. Okay, we'll talk about that after the show. Yeah, you can pre-order it now. So yeah, I had a bunch. Man, I wish I had all the pictures of the damn. I did. I did look up that stalker. Shit. He's awesome, dude. He looks scary. <laughs> he's awesome. he's got a scary looking face. That's what yeah. I should put it. <laughs> yeah, I got so many GI Joe figures on pre order though right now. I I do. I literally have like nine figures on pre-order i would get most of the cobra stuff because all the cobra stuff is cool and you can yeah, buy it i don't like tomax the same month though anyway let's get top three taylor's kind of like falling asleep hey, oh what you can go first taylor right. you're up you're up taylor <laughs> all right I'm, I'm on it i'm on it i'm on it <laughs> um just i guess like one honorable mention this week i enjoyed a uh, blue and gold uh Number uh, six, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, not much to this one. It was really more of a Rip Hunter. Um. I love Rip Hunter. Yeah. He's awesome. So, I yeah. want to see a book, just a Rip Hunter book. I enjoyed like his time travel shenanigans on this one. So, yeah. Um, yeah, he's fun. This is consistently a lot of fun. I can't believe Blue Beetle was about to kill Booster. He wasn't the one who was mind controlled. I mean, that's going to come back to haunt him in this book. You know they're going to talk about that in the next issue. But it was a fun moment. It was not fun, but it was like, whoa. You know, it was fun I, to read. I did like him kind of like playing with tropes a little bit. It's like, okay, you're going to have a heartfelt moment and come to your senses now. Mm-hmm. Now. No, now. That only Damn works it. in TV and comics. Yep. Yeah. Waka waka. Waka but, waka. Um, for my number three this week, I will do the um, X Deaths of Wolverine, number that three. is also my number three. Where do I have that? Uh, I gave that an honorable mention. It was probably the weakest of the X Deaths so far, mostly because we did not get as much of Moira being just a total boss in this one. This was she, mostly she her. She, she hitchhiked on a helicopter, which is pretty tame compared to what she's been doing in the last few issues. But we yeah. also got some really cool uh, Terminator Wolverine. And it looks like he's not like mind controlled like we thought he was because he did have a pretty cool moment with his family here. And yeah, he uh, actually has a pretty heartfelt moment. It's like, oh, I know how all of you die, you know? He's yeah. there to kick Moira's ass. Apparently, yeah, because That's she is figured out. Yeah, he, she is getting up to some shit. She is, in fact, in the, the bad future, guy here. She is the reason why the mutants are dead. Spoiler alert! Wow. What a plot twist. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a pretty solid plot twist. We've all we've been in Moira's camp so far, I would say, but I have. Now, like at this one, it's like, oh well, maybe Mystique should have gotten her. Yeah, maybe but, she'll accidentally save save all of them, save the mutants. Who knows? It's wild, dude. I love how they're still dealing with this time travel shit. You know, I. I it's very intriguing. What Moira was doing, you know. Yeah, I mean, very fun. Th- that can be tricky to get right, and I think they're doing a good job with it. So well, number three. It, the one little note here is like she at one point finds this like technologist guy, this, you know, entrepreneur who's a futurist basically and tells him all everything he needs to know for her to, for him to go along with her plan. And we're really not quite sure what it is. It looks like she's going to put her consciousness into a robot. And she may have done that according to the, yeah, she is. Um, she's talking yeah. about like being, this is being her 11th life. So it's probably yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But at one point, he's like, she's talking about when he doubts me, all I have to do is tell him, if they're trying to kill me, then I do it. And it's like, man, that's the weirdest fucking mindfuck paradox. You know what I mean? Yeah. If the bad guys are still trying to get me then from the future, then I do eventually win. So just keep working. And it's like, wow, that is 
it's logic solid you know, sound logic it is yeah like that yeah. I, yeah. it's a it's a good way to kind of incorporate like time travel bullshit into like yeah. the proceedings yeah. here it was very well done uh i guess i'll go uh yeah x deaths was was great i wanted to put in a vote for dark ages as a uh, honorable mention just another solid issue this one was a little bit more filler uh for a series that's over in the next issue um, but it did bring in like a carnage slash venom possessed Miles Morales, which was really fun. It introduced Deadpool and his awesome gang of idiots in a bus. Uh, Deadpool bus for the win. I love it. The dead mobile, whatever the hell he called it, it was just fucking awesome. But it was pretty good. Uh, I'm pretty sure Dave has this on his list too. Step by bloody step. It is in my one. top three. Uh, Simon Spurrier, uh, Matthias Lopez, Matthias Bergara. Uh, this was a silent issue. Uh, basically, this is the gist of it. A girl wakes. She has no memories, no name, no language, and literally nothing. She has no clothes. She has clothes by the end of the issue. Yeah. All she has is a giant. And there's no words, dude. And it's shit like this throughout the whole it is, book. It is beautiful. It's I'll, beautiful. I will I will say that much right now. Like they're building a world with no words. And it's, it's, it's very, it's a masterpiece. I mean, it's only the first issue. There's no real narrative. The only real plot is exactly what you hear in the solicit, but man, it's so fun getting there. I don't even know what this is supposed to mean. It's like her sister, her mom, a relative giant. What is it? Her from the future. I don't, we don't know. Oh, it's wild though. Isn't it? But there, it, obviously, there's time passing in this in this issue. Oh yeah, the girl is is younger and gets older, and they're traveling, and they go from what appears to be the mountains with the snow into a a sort of like fielded area with other animals, wolves and shit. And yeah, it's wild, dude. It was a whole lot of fun, whole lot of fun. Dave, honorable mentions and number three. That must have been your number one. Well, You're being too coy. What was your? I thought you were still doing your honorable mention. No, that was my number three. That was your number three. Oh, yeah, step by bloody step. My number three. All right, step by bloody step was your number three. I thought you were just doing an honorable mention. Um, all right, no, Uh, no, just just one honorable mention for me this week. Well, two with deaths of of Wolverine. Alrighty, um, honorable mentions. Uh, King Jira, uh, hungry like a monster. Also, a silent issue with no storytelling. I think that most of the characters just talk in emojis. Oh, fun. But this basically this Godzilla type monster is wrecking a city because he's hungry for pizza. And oh my God, sounds so stupid. It's it. great artwork, but it's just this great uh, storytelling through the art. Cool. Uh, super massive, uh, the one shot issue. Uh, all lot, right. A lot going on in this issue. We get introduced to a couple more Radiants uh, that will get their own series in the, in the future, apparently, yeah. from the solicit in the back of the book. Yeah, deadly uh, something, something deadly. Uh, is the name of that book coming out? Yeah, uh, um, heavy metal drummer. I miss this one too. Heavy metal drummer uh, from Behemoth Comics. Essentially, this is they live. Uh, where <laughs> where aliens are taking over the Earth, and the only yeah. way that the only way that the 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 heavy metal drummer can see them <laughs> is when he is like high. Oh, awesome. I've he's read like, stories like that before. He's like, What was he's, the book where you could only see the ghost if you got high? Remember that book? Oh. Uh, it was an image book. Anyway. Um, Dead Like Me or something like that? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Uh, uh, and my last honorable mention is going to be We Ride Titans number two. Uh, a lot of family drama going on in this book. Uh, a lot of just talking, uh, training, and no real monster fights in this book yet i love the characters in this though uh it's still a solid issue i think it's really going to ramp up next issue uh but the dynamic between the members of the family in this is fantastic the way the brother was calling his sister number two oh yeah man. just uh, twisting the dagger just so petty family nonsense i loved it I loved and my it. number three book for the week was the x deaths of wolverine cool good choice so, yeah Awesome. Just and a I lot of how the, I love the X or the Wolverine family hanging out. That was so cool. So Still cool. doesn't explain the phalanx other than it comes from the future, but okay. Yeah, he probably got it because I'm sure we'll get to that. Travel. But yeah, how else are you gonna time travel and like that? Taylor, number two. Uh my number two is Black Widow, number fifteen. 
Awesome. Good I think show. it was number 15. Well, whatever. Uh, it was 14. My mistake. Number 14. Yeah. Um, we had the return of Casa Grande and the artwork, and uh, we did get one of her big like montage spreads, but we still had a gorgeous, yeah, this page right here, where like they had like the standoff and the battle going on like across the double spread, the gorgeous stuff. Yeah. This is always a feast for the eyes whenever Casa Grande is drawing it. I'm really enjoying the story. They've given her like a nemesis here, and he's okay. But yeah, he's just all right. Yeah, like you don't murder his ass, but he's definitely like a big like they've really done a decent job selling him as like a big badass, like especially in that last issue. But he doesn't have much of a personality so far. Yeah, I think he's fine. I think he'll be dead soon. I think they'll milk this out longer the way that they're setting it up like this. If he's just here for like two issues in the present, I don't think they built him up for any good reason. Unless they unless he becomes popular and then fans, Uh, I don't think this guy's going to be popular, bro. That's just me. He doesn't seem like he's all that. He's all right. They've done a decent job selling him as a credible threat, though. So sure. It's oh, a for fun, sure. It makes for a good story here. Yeah. Uh, my favorite part of this book was when she's in and out of the uh, duct work. It was very cool. Very well Yeah. Done. Yeah. Uh, I'll go number two. Robin, number 11. Joshua Williamson and Gleb Melnikoff. Uh, fun as usual. You know, they're just sort of wrapping up the island and everything. And the kids are, you know, getting off of the island. Damien is leading them away after the big fight. Uh, but. The reason that this book, uh, Simone de Mayo cover, awesome, makes my list is because Damien gets his hands on a vial of Lazarus resin, and he knows precisely what he's going to do with it. Uh Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Shit. Oh, shit is right, dude. My jaw hit the fucking floor. You could hear it slam on the table. I was like, oh, no. Uh, It makes sense uh, in this book. For the first four or five issues, Damien was literally being visited by the ghost of Alfred. You know, it was in his own imagination, but he was so hung up on it. It was almost like a psychosis. Yeah, I mean, going back Master to Tom Damien. King's run, um, he does blame himself for what happened to Alfred because he, he got caught sneaking in. And then they killed Alfred in front of him because, you know, fuck you, Damien. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, what you get for sneaking out, you little shit. That's Basically. What you Your curiosity killed the Robin. Anyway. I was I, my jaw hit the floor when I saw that, and I was like, "Oh, what a great way to do it!" Uh, so we'll see what happens. The next issue, the next issue is must read, must read. Alfred's coming back. Okay, uh, we still don't know if he's gonna do it. He'll probably meet one of his brothers or his dad, and they'll be like, "Oh no, son, you no, Damien, don't do it." Especially if they for- were gonna do it, they wouldn't tease it like this. I mean, they've been having. Alfred as a character, kind of in this book, at least the ghost of Alfred or a David. I mean, like, okay, so, so inevitably Alfred is going to eventually come back. Sure. But I don't think they like set it up as like a stinger here if this was how they were gonna do it. I don't ex- I, yeah, I don't know. This should be making a lot more news, this book. It should everybody should be talking. Well, yeah, it's a sleeper hit in general, too. Yeah, yeah. Um I mean, what does this mean for all of this will ripple through the rest of the bat books easily through detective. Holy shit. And then, I mean, Bruce is going to be like, you're not, you know, Alfred, he's going to hook him up to all kinds of shit to try to make sure it's him. What happens to his fortune that, that Dick inherited is given apparently just giving away to the, the poor people and shit Bloodhaven. I don't know. It's fun. It's very fun. My jaw hit the fucking floor, dude. I was so excited. So, number two, Robin, number 11. Always a solid book, but that cliffhanger, you know, push it into the top three. Dave. All right. My number two is Step by Bloody Step number one. Nice. I knew it. Uh, like like you were saying, just a great book. Good uh, foundation to it. Just artwork mm-hmm. is told through this story where this giant is protecting this little girl. They don't... There's no word spoken in this book, but there's a lot of fighting going on. Yeah, there's a whole, a whole lot, of, lot fighting. of fighting. And this giant it's, is constantly taking down yeah. these. And we don't and like you showed that one panel with that the with the helmet came off. We don't know anything about that. If that's like her mom or her from the future or, or our yeah, brother or another relative, we don't know. Yeah. But this book has a lot of heart. It's uh, got a lot of heart, a lot of emotion being pushed just with through the art yeah, yeah you're just, right just you're a lot right. of storytelling and we are seeing a lot of time passing through this book it's it's really fun dude i had way more uh, way better time than i thought i was gonna I, have i, I want to see more uh you know 
silent issues like this. It's, I think mo- maybe they might all be silent issues. No, I think this whole series is a silent issue. But it's silent. great. I think it's only three issues, actually. But I'm looking forward to issue two. I was I was thoroughly impressed with this book. Me too. Uh, and that leaves us to number one, Taylor. Uh, my number one was the human target number five. Um, this book is consistently a lot of fun. I like the noir element to it. I like the mystery unfolding. And this one was told in a pretty interesting way. It's the one where he's dealing with the Martian Manhunter, which means that he's doing psychic bullshit throughout the entire issue. I don't know if that makes sense that like, well, I'll just let you read my whole mind so I can read your whole mind. I don't know that that's how psychic stuff would work. (laughs) But I like the way that they tell the story here. I like how they kind of string us along. I like how they kind of tell us a lot of things in disjointed sequence. And when it's self-contained like this, I don't mind that. If I can get to the end of the issue and it's like, oh, that's what was happening. I think that's pretty cool. So, yeah, this was uh, consistently fun. That Greg Smallwood art is always a treat. And, yeah, this is I'm having a lot of fun with this series. And I don't look forward to there being a hiatus, but it'll be worth the wait if they're all like this. I need to catch up. I, I read the first issue and it was good, but I, I need to pick it back up and, and finish it off. Dave, you read this? I did not pick this book up because it was not in the shop. Oh, I thought you pulled it. I thought you had I, it. I asked for it and it didn't happen. Oh, that sucks. I know. Anyway, good book. Yeah, I, I need to catch up. The hiatus will give me some time, you know, to catch up on it. Uh, me, number one, Ghost Rider, number one, Ben Percy, uh, Corey Smith. Uh, just a solid debut issue that's it's more of a one-shot story about why Johnny Blaze hasn't had a story and been like the Ghost Rider. Demons have gotten over him, made him think that he's living the family life in small-town America. Like that G.I. Joe episode with Shipwreck. It's kind of like that, dude. Yeah, it's like the demons demons want him to stay and be happy, and they're doing a whole lot to make him happy. But yeah, he's Johnny Blaze. <laughs> and there's all this uh, subtle shit going on because like he's not taking his medication. So he's starting to see through this this veil. veil that the demons yeah. have put over his reality. And like there's a pig painting on the wall at the beginning. It's just a normal pig. But then in the middle, the pig is like bleeding. And then by the end, the pig's all strung up and like gutted. In oh the yeah. The, there's that and progression. it's like that for a lot of the, it's a lot of gore. There's you know? a lot of, it, there's a lot of elements of like Cronenberg in there. Yeah, dude, there's a lot going on in this book, but I mean, by the end, we get Johnny Ghost Blaze Rider. just like, all right, I'm pissed. Who the hell has been fucking with me? Uh, and you can tell he's going to be going on some revenge. Uh, there's also this little sub story going on that I'm sure is going to connect. Uh, it introduces a brand new character. A government agent who is in charge of investigating paranormal. She hunts monsters. She hunts monsters. Uh, So, yeah, good writing by Ben Percy, obviously. Uh, Terrific art from Corey Smith. Just uh, He he and and Percy really had to work together to get all of these little subtle notes of gore. Because it was kind of a mystery. You you weren't really sure what was going on. But it was like, man, what the hell is going on? Um, And also, good on Ben Percy. Not to take this story, which was told in a single issue, and stretch it out over an entire arc. Because he very well could have. He could have decompressed the hell out of this, really felt some emotion and connection uh, between this made-up family. Uh, I mean, Taylor, you're reading Black Widow. That's what That was like the first three or four issues of Black Widow. Yeah, remember? that was the opening arc. Yeah, so this is basically that same story. Uh, just with a whole lot more horror. Very condensed. Into I might have to circle back and give this another look then. Yeah, it was really solid. It was an extra big debut issue. Uh, but yeah, it was really, really solid. I had a fun time with this. And I'm a big Ghost Rider fan. I mean, who's not? And Johnny Blaze is my Ghost Rider. You know, he just is. Um, I like Robbie probably a little bit more. Uh, but it's probably why we have it's probably because we haven't had a Johnny Blaze story in so I mean, Robbie's I, cool I, and like he's I like what they're doing with him in Avengers right now, but yeah. It's one of those things where, like, Johnny Blaze is the Ghost Rider. The Ghost Rider. I don't know, man. I I, I'm, these... I'm a fan of Danny Ketch. Exactly. I get in some of these groups, and they're like, oh, fuck no, Danny Ketch. And they're right. Danny Ketch did all of the cool shit that Johnny Blaze is known for first. 
the chains, the bike. He did all that shit first. I mean, that's yeah. all well and good, but when you ask like a random person who's Ghost Rider, yeah, the majority of them are going to say Johnny. You're yeah. right. You're right. Nicholas it's almost Cage. not fair, but hey, fuck them. Fuck <laughs> There's like three Wolverines now too, so I'm happy with that as well. Oh uh, so yeah, number one Ghost Rider, number one. Uh, and is that you, Dave? That's to finishing me. us up. Alrighty. Uh, it's a surprise pick. No. Uh, Orphan and the Five Beasts, number four. Oh, see, I didn't even see this. I totally oh. forgot this damn book existed. Okay, this is going to be the last issue in the series, but holy shit, this is one final great issue. Does he, he get fight? all the rest of the beasts? Yeah, does he fight? No. <laughs> this no. whole, this whole, this whole, the, these four issues, he's only fought, or she's only fought two beasts. The Orphan has only fought two of the beasts. Yeah. But the second, the first beast is, is a uh, is this giant that can kill horses with his thighs? And this yeah. second beast is basically he was apparently the master's best student out of these five, and he went on to like after they defeated the bandit king, he went on to do he went on to basically experience different things and found out that he tasted really good and started and became possessed by a demon, and started cutting himself up and feeding it to people in his own restaurant he was supplying oh, yeah, his you own mentioned meat. this. that's where we are now or is and, that was this issue this is that's where the last issue left off this yeah. issue is basically the fight between the orphan and this guy who has been called chopper tang who feeds himself to people who who you who cuts off his own strips of flesh cooks it and feed and supplies the restaurant he works at yeah with this meat and this that's meat nasty. is so addictive for people like slurm yes but oh my gosh he he like chops off his own arms and starts growing more arms and by the end of it he has eight arms he's fighting this the orphan and it's just this battle in this restaurant That's so dumb and it's crazy insane and how the orphan ends up killing this guy is so fitting she she batters him and <laughs> coats him in breadcrumbs and boils him alive and at the end of it, he sticks a hand out of the, of the big old kettle, grabs a pinch of salt, and just salts it. Oh, no way. Oh, my gosh. Is this uh, this Steve Scrochy? Uh James Stokey. Oh, James Stokey. That's right. It, it's fantastic artwork. Just yeah. great. And I, I, I'm sad that this series is coming to an end. Well, there's going to be a sequel. There's got to be. He only I hope like there's a beast. I hope there is a sequel, but right now this is the final issue of this series yeah. so far, and Good I'm choice. I am loving this series, I'm and I'm sad that book. it's over. I'm going back and reading this uh, as soon as we end this. So um, awesome! Those are our picks. Great books. Uh, yeah, thanks for choosing those books. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, keep coming back. Bullies are coming up uh, later on tonight. They've got a show. I'm pretty sure they're doing uh, a show tonight. So. Uh, we're doing another show tomorrow. It looks like it's just going to be me and T. That's fine. Hold that all. shit down. Yeah, I'm sorry. All... I have to work. Oh, we know, David. It doesn't make it any better. But books we know. coming out this week. Uh, for links on all that shit, all of our social media, all our merch sites, everything like that, go to outrightgeekery.com. We have links there to just about everything that we've got going on, including Patreon, including merch, just everything. So, um. Uh, yeah, we got all kinds of shit going on throughout the week. Keep coming back. Uh, th again, thanks, everybody, for hanging out. But most of all, thanks to these jokers for hanging out with this joker. Always Glad to do it. We are going to do it again next time. Same geek time. Same geek. You cut him off, you piece I, of I shit. I know. I didn't mean to. You I asshole. Swear. I'm sorry, dude. It's all right. <laughs> My bad. <laughs>